Welcome to Sellersburg United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring our mission to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world to you, wherever you are. Good afternoon. I am here to do some devotion with you and uh, appreciate you joining in. And I hope that this brings a word of peace and grace to your life. I'm going to be reading from 1 Samuel chapter 16. I'm going to do verses 1 through most of verse 13. And then we're going to go through bit by bit this week. So today I'll just focus on the first couple of verses and then we'll continue through the passage as the week goes on. I'm going to start by reading the whole passage and I read from the New Revised standard version. It's the version I prefer, and you may have your own, and I invite you to read the story in your own or to go to BibleGateway.com, and you can see it in all sorts of different translations there. But let us begin. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you grieve over Saul? I have rejected him from being king over Israel. Fill your horn with oil and set out. I will send you to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided for myself a king among his sons. Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hears of it, he will kill me. And the Lord said, Take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show you what you shall do. And you shall anoint for me the one whom I name to you. Samuel did what the Lord commanded and came to Bethlehem. The elders of the city came to meet him trembling and said, Do you come peaceably? He said, Peaceably I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they came, he looked at Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed is now before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord does not see as mortals see. They look on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. He said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made Shammah pass by, and he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel, and Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen any of these. Samuel said to Jesse, Are all your sons here? And he said, There remains yet the youngest, but he's keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, Send and bring him, for we will not sit down until he comes here. He sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy, and he had beautiful eyes, and was handsome. The Lord said, Rise and anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward. It's a great passage. It's a famous passage of, of the anointing of David, who is the greatest king in Israel's history. And it begins with this first couple of verses. I'll read again. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you grieve over Saul? I've rejected him from being king over Israel. Fill your horn with oil and set out. I'll send you to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided for myself a king among his sons. 
Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hears of it, he will kill me. So the beginning of the scene, Samuel, and it's a little backstory to Samuel, if you're not familiar, he's a prophet, and he was anointed by God as a child, and then anointed Saul as king. So Saul has been king, anointed by Samuel, a whole ritual and process earlier in the story, which you can go back and read. But Saul was rejected by God in the end, didn't turn out to be the king God wanted. Uh, and the whole thing is actually not what God wanted. God wanted to be king, and the people wanted to be like other nations. And so they requested a king, even at the warning of God. God granted them a king, and it was Samuel who was called to anoint. So everything went wrong in all this way that Samuel was trying to um, do what the Lord had commanded him to do and do it the way he was commanded to do it. And it all went wrong. And so we encounter Samuel in his final scene in the Bible here, grieving. And the Lord says, how long will you grieve? So I find it interesting that Samuel is grieving and it's almost like, it seems that God has given him a little time to grieve, but is now past the time and needs him to move on into what God has planned next. So he has this plan of a new king and Samuel, of course, is filled with fear. He's filled with regret and shame about what happened before and does he really want to go down this road again? And if Saul hears about it, who's still king, by the way, he's going to kill him. So it's, it's a mighty task that Saul is, or <laughs> that uh, God is asking Samuel. But Samuel ends up going, um, following. But this beginning part with the hesitancy, I think we can identify with. A lot of our lives have changed in the last couple of weeks, particularly seemingly each day it takes another step towards this kind of change. With the governor's order today, a lot of you are now being made to stay home, many more than there were last week. And this is bringing a new season into our lives. And I don't just mean for the next couple of months or longer. I mean, for the rest of our lives, this is changing things, isn't it? And we are not going to be the same. Already, I miss seeing people and connecting with them and shaking hands and hugging and, and doing the things that were so routine and taken for granted of. Um, but take it for granted just last week. And then jobs and schools and graduations and people getting sick and people dying. I mean, this is changing everything. You can hear it even on our government leaders that the things that they've been focused on for the last few months, suddenly they're not talking about anymore. They're talking about COVID-19 and it's bringing people to new places uh, in, in the direction that they want to go. And that, that includes us. We are changed. We are moving into a new season. And so there's a time for us to grieve that. Yes, for sure. And we need to give each other that space, but also to hold the hope that there is another season, and a more to the plan, more to our purpose that's around the corner. And so I invite you to just spend time in quiet and in prayer, even today, even now, and to wonder, God, what would you have for me? This week isn't looking like I had planned on it looking. Probably not the next several weeks. So I'll grieve that. But then what might you have, Lord? What might you have for us in our time? What might you have for me to reach out to neighbors or to family or, or to connect with myself in this time when I actually just get to be focused and quiet? How long has it been since we've done that? So I invite you to just open yourself, to embrace this time, allow the room for the grief, but also allow room for what changes may be coming. And even when they're uncomfortable, to know that we're not alone. We're not alone in our purpose, even though everything's changed. 
our purpose has not. And so I invite you to celebrate your purpose, to pray about it, and to seek it out. And let us celebrate together. So I'll offer a prayer and, and then I'll bid you a good day. Lord, I thank you for the beauty of this wonderful spring day and for the changing of seasons that we continue to embrace in the world around us. Be with us and comfort us in the times that we need comforted. Encourage us in the times that we need encouraged. Remind us of your presence in the time that we need to know you're there. And help us to be joyful because each day is a gift, Lord. Each day you've given to us. You give us breath. You give us life. And you give us purpose to help us to put our feet upon you and your truth in Jesus Christ as we anticipate, await, and seek your purpose for us this day and moving forward. We lift all this up through your Holy Spirit, and we pray these things assured that you hear us and are with us and that you love us. Amen. Have a good afternoon. We thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you experienced God's blessing through our time together. To learn more about our church community and its ministries, visit our website at sellersburgumc.com.